They're at it again. CGC is grading books like crazy. Let's get into it. What's good, comic fam? We're here to talk about the hottest comic books in the cosmos. And you have been indeed at work getting your books graded. We have the proof. We have the documents. That's right, everybody. We've been doing this list for so long that we started keeping track of the total census count of these repeat offenders. And we're seeing a huge increase in books being submitted. Like and subscribe to the video. And let's get into it at number 10 with Captain America 100. This is the first ongoing solo titled Captain America comic book since the golden age. We're seeing a lot of these Marvel blue chip characters hit the list on their first solo series. This one is no exception. Another one that was originally titled a different name, Tales of Suspense, but renamed Captain America on issue 100. There are 45 copies graded at a 9.8. In the last five years, we have seen four publicly sold copies at that grade. The last time one sold was back in September for a record high of $13,800 and... We have increases in the 12-month average across multiple grades because of the trickle-down effect. And by no means a scarce book, there are a total of 4,515 graded on the CGC census, and we have three high performers to talk about, starting with a 5.0. It sold for $400, putting it 9% above its 12-month average. The 5.5 five hit 425 this past week. That's 11% over its 12-month average, which was comfortably below $400 all year. Then we have a CGC 9.2. There's 183 copies on the census, and it just sold for $2,852, 14% above its 12-month average. If you want to support the show, if you want to better your comic haunt, you're collecting, utilize code TOM101 on the best comic app in existence. Key Collector Comics, that code unlocks you a free two-week subscription to get the app in its entirety, catalog your comics, get suggested pricing, and get access to this list, these 10 books, before we even hit the mic at the list at number nine we have new mutants 98 the first appearance of deadpool rob liefeld goodness if you thought 4500 was a large cgc census number this one has 21,595 slabs graded on the cgc census and get this 123 more since we did the october 3rd hot 10 list just in the last seven days, there was an increase of 65 slabs added to that census count. And we have three high performers this week to discuss. A 9.4 selling for 515 is 3% over its recent 12-month average, which was trending just under $500 all year. I think it has to do with the Deadpool 3 Wolverine news. The CGC 9.6 sold for $709, which is 10% above its 12-month average. And then we have the 9.8, selling for $2,080, 20% above its 12-month average. We know that Deadpool 3 is all the rage. We have Hugh Jackman reprising his role as Wolverine. And I think it's also important to mention that that total CGC census number doesn't account for people getting a slab, cracking it, and resubmitting it unless they send in that label. Just in the last seven days, there were seven new 9.8s added to the census, rounding out the number to a strong 3,907 high-graded copies at the list. And number eight, we have Fantastic Four number 18, the introduction, the origin of the Super Scroll, dare I say, undervalued undervalued for sure i mean we have secret invasion coming we have fantastic four movies coming we haven't gotten clerk the super scroll yet so great spec now look at this 5.0 it sold for 1300 dollars in march of this year alone but just last september on the 18th it sold for 660 almost half of what it sold for in march 
considering Dr. Doom is the first villain that comes to mind when spec is discussed, the next best thing is like Galactus going cosmic, Silver Surfer, but the Super Scroll is a mainstay. Super Scroll has to be on the slate eventually. And seeing that you can get a 2.5 for $375 right now seems far below what this book should go for, even at that low grade. And that's an increase of 11% of what it's been selling for in the last 12 months. Now, a CGC 1.5 incomplete did break record, probably because this particular grade doesn't come up that often. It sold for $103 back in 2018, and it's up 23%, now selling for $127. And the 2.0 is trending up, selling for $245 this week. That's 2% over its recent 12-month average. This isn't just the first appearance of the villain Super Scroll, but also the second team appearance of the Scrolls in their entirety. And we have a total CGC census count on this one of 884 slabs. Let's keep an eye on it and see how much that's increased the next time this book makes the list. Do you think that it's undervalued? Let me know in the comment section below while we take it to number seven on the list with Amazing Spider-Man 316. We have the third appearance of Venom, but we have the first full cover appearance of Eddie Brock with that symbiote all over him. Now, we've gone on record on this channel stating that this is my favorite cover of all time. All of Todd McFarlane's iconic covers have been making the list, whether it's Batman 423, Hulk 340, or ASM 316. Plus, they have the new Batman Spawn crossover, the one-shot with Greg Capullo coming out. We have three strong performers right here, an 8.5, which sold for $175, 10% above its 12-month average. You also could thank the CGC private signing. We have a 9.4 selling for 268. That's 9% over its recent 12 month average. And then the 9.6 selling for 380 is 10% over its recent 12 months. It makes you think it might be a good idea to spec on some other Todd McFarlane iconic covers that may not be as popular. I'm thinking Hulk 345 where Hulk is breaking apart the trade dress or even Hulk 342 with the leader on the cover. You know, the leader was slated at the list at number six, Marvel Superhero Secret Wars issue number eight. We have the origin of the Black Symbiote that would later bond with Eddie Brock, creating Venom. And we have a 9.2 that sold for well above market, probably because of heritage auctions. Exactly. We have to start with the CGC 9.2, which has been selling for under $310 during the last five sales, except for that high sale of $330 back in February. Well, it just sold for $384 for a 16% increase, but it was sold on heritage. Some buyers exclusively purchase their books from heritage auctions. Some deep pockets for one of the largest auction sites means some of these sales are a little bit higher there than elsewhere. We have a newsstand 9.8 selling for $1,800 this past week. That's 4% over its recent 12-month average. The newsstand 9.8 comfortably sells for a 2.5x when compared to the 9.8 direct market copy. And to put into perspective as to why that is, we got to take a look at the sales. This year alone, there are 278 recorded sales of a direct market edition in a 9.8, and there are only 32 newsstand sales. There have been an increase in 9.8s added to the census in the last seven days of 21 copies. The comic fam is sending their books over to Sarah Soda. At the list at number five, we have Adventure Into Fear number 10. Man-Thing will not come off our list. And Man-Thing issue number one has been running the list for the last couple of weeks. I wonder if it'll show up on this week's. But we have for number five, Adventure Into Fear, issue number 10 from 1972. It's the first headlining Man-Thing comic. 
This is a book that is benefiting from the record highs that were set this year. The last 9.6, which there are only 38 copies graded on the census, sold in September for $2,369. The 9.8, which there are 13 on the census, last sold back in May for $3,120. And after Man-Thing's performance in the Werewolf by Night special... Things are looking fantastic. Take a look at the 7.5 selling for 225 this week. That's up 15% when you compare that 12 months. The 8.5 is up as well, selling for $325, 19% above its 12 month. And the 9.0, which was trending at $340 all year, is up 47%, hitting the $500 marker. Next at the list, at number four, courtesy of She-Hulk, nope, courtesy of Harrison Ford. We have Hulk number one debuting in 2008. We have Thunderbolt Ross as the Red Hulk. Yeah, this book gets a lot of credit as the first appearance. It's a number one issue. He's on the cover, but he's not in the book. And we don't find out who Red Hulk is until sometime later in the story. During She-Hulk, this book benefited from a lot of spec, which resulted in joke only at best. Then we heard rumors of Harrison Ford for weeks on end, only to be confirmed this week. And now, since the news debuted, we see an increase of 9.8 selling 16 different times. One hitting $365, which is $30 over its recent 12-month average. Now, the sales aren't that impressive. What's more impressive is the 344% increase in copies sold this week over last, but we do have an 8.0 that sold for $83, putting it 41% above its $53 average. And then we have grades 8.5 through 9.6 that are all about 18% above their 12-month averages. Then we have the Ed McGinnis variant that has 59 copies graded at 9.8. Break records this past week, last selling for 700 bucks. Now, for an increase of 26%, landing at 885. Yes, Harrison Ford will portray Thunderbolt Ross. Whether he will go full Red Hulk is still the question. And we are in active enrollment for the November Mystery Mail Call. We're getting that Batman Beyond Gabriel Del Otto with the trade dress. You may have seen the Virgin copies go out during New York Comic Con. Got the trade dress coming in this box with a slew of other exclusives. That's right. Gabriel Del Otto trade dress, one per box. Power Rangers 101. Rita Repulsa Gretel Lusky variant going out one per box. Virgins at random. ComicTom101.com to join the community. Support the show. And next at the list at number three, Iron Man number one. The first ongoing title series featuring Iron Man debuting in 1968. As mentioned on number 10 on the list, this was the year 1968 where we got those big premiere issues. We had Cap 100 with his first solo Silver Age title and then Iron Man getting his own title after being in Tales of Suspense. We get the origin of Iron Man retold and we have a slew of grades selling better than average, especially after the 9.8 hit that this book took earlier this year. I'll remind you, back in November 2021, a 9.8 hit $52,800. June of this year, same book, same grade, selling for $28,800. A $24,000 decrease in less than a year. Man, I wish we had pictures of both books so we can compare them and see if there's any big differences or is this just the state of the market because there are only 35 copies in 9.8 on the census. Either way, we do have four strong performers to report on, starting with a 5.0, which sold for $900, putting it up 31% above its 12-month average. 
The 8.5 is up 3%, selling for 2100 The 9.0 is up 24%, selling for $3,850. About a $1,000 increase, and then we got a 9.6, which sold for $11,200, putting it 8% above its 12-month average. At the list at number two, what if featuring Planet Hulk number one? Comic fam, hit that like button. If you do, if we get enough likes, Jem will consider getting his haircut just like Scar. You know, a lot of people have been saying that I should cut my hair, but yeah, the first appearance of Scar, this was the big reveal at the end of She-Hulk, and I think I left a lot of fans disappointed. What did you think? I know you really like Scar. Man, I thought they butchered him. You gotta take a look at the Boss Logic edit. This is how they should have introduced him at the end of the show. This was actually a what-if, a spin-off from the Planet Hulk event, and he would later make his full appearance in Marvel continuity, which is also spiking, but this is clearly the fan favorite. We have a 7.5 that has no prior sales data, but it's hitting $110. The 8.5 broke record because it only sold for $30 back in July. It's up 177%, now selling for $83. The book isn't even keeping up with the amount of sales that are happening. I mean, we had an increase of copies sold of 850% in the last seven days alone. The last 9.0 to sell publicly was back in 2017 for $10. Like, it costs about 25 to get a comic graded. And for an increase of 1,410%, it sold for $151. There are a total of 80 copies graded at a 9.8. The all-time high happened in August of this year for $1,300. However, the most recent sale happened October 21st for 626 And like Tom said, only 80 copies on the census in a 9.8. This is one that we're going to have to keep an eye on. Before we get into number one, y'all, we are going to be at Baltimore Comic-Con this weekend. Make sure to check us out on Whatnot. The entire Whatnot Wednesday squad is going to be there. Comic fam, we need your support this weekend. We are the ones representing Whatnot at Baltimore Comic-Con. They will not have a booth. They will not have representation beyond us and the Whatnot Wednesday squad, Carnivore Comics, and Nomas. We have exclusives. We're bringing the heat. We'd like to see you there this weekend at the list at number one. The hottest book in the world is on the list at number one for the third consecutive week. The third consecutive week and sixth week being on the Hot 10, we have Man-Thing, issue number one from 1974. This is the first solo-titled Man-Thing comic book. Now, this is number one, and we mentioned Adventure Into Fear earlier, but check this out. This has 1,079 total graded copies on the CGC census. Six of them, since we reported on this book last week, have been added, but the Adventure Into Fear has only 409. Regardless, this is the favorite book of the community, the second appearance of Howard the Duck, and multiple grades are seeing record-breaking sales this week. The 6.5 hitting 112 back in 2017 is up 47%, selling for 165. The 8.5 hitting 300 just this past September was outdone with a new sale, an increase of 25% of 375. It really took Man-Thing's performance in the Werewolf by Night holiday special to make this book peak the way that it does because this character was teased way back in Thor Ragnarok along with Beta Ray Bill. This book has been spiking longer than the Werewolf by Night special has even been released, which has only been for three weeks. This being on the list for six weeks proves that we are in the post-holiday special craze, and it's still going extremely strong. And think about what the ramifications mean for other Bronze Age horror. The Living Mummy, Frankenstein, even Dracula has been on multiple lists. And consider 
how this is also going to change Disney Plus in its entirety. Now, they don't have to make a decision whether or not to bring something to the big screen or a series. There's another version of Marvel shows that they can make the holiday special. And we're hearing rumors this week of Silver Surfer being added to that list. Silver Surfer has already been on fire, so it's interesting to see what a Silver Surfer special will do to his keys. We appreciate your time today, as always. Geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Enough said. We told you in the video. How are you not following us on whatnot? Link in the description. It's like the main sponsor of the show, yo. Dollar start auctions that last as little as 15 seconds long. Jem, how many giveaways are you fixing to do? We do thousands of dollars worth of giveaways during these conventions, and this is the last convention that we're going to be at this year. You know we're going all out. Take a look at these two other videos. We made them for you. Have a great week.